0: Where are you at? Your life is your life is life. So where are you life
1: at? is? life is pretty chaotic. So for everyone to know we are recording this a week before we publish, which go us, you know that's progress. <laughs> that's, that is such progress. um, and today is my last day working for someone else for the rest of my life, I hope. Ah! That's insane. That's insane. Ooh. It is so insane. I really don't think it hit yet. It's it has not hit. Um but life with that is Is just, it is super fucking chaotic and just trying to get all my ducks in a row where my ducks are constantly fucking moving and being pains in the asses and like little toddlers and just running around screaming. And I'm like, everyone has to get their shit together so I can get my shit together. I'm
0: imagining that carnival game, you know, when the ducks are like swimming and you have to like (laughs) shoot them. That's what I'm imagining your life is like, but you kind of miss a little bit.
1: All over. Missing all over. But also hitting a lot. You're also hitting. Yes so for our listeners i have decided to start my own private practice for my role as a registered dietitian so i am like quote unquote officially a business owner which feels like so weird because I feel like I've been a business owner for like half my life, technically. (laughs) (laughs) Legally, the IRS (laughs) knows that I own a business and it has just been super wild. It has been the largest learning curve, so many emotions. And I was just reflecting on it over the past couple of days and just being like, you want to do this. So why don't you just take the step, you know? and figure it out as you go along. And it's gonna be messy. It's gonna be a little chaotic. It's not gonna be perfect and just figure it out. So my goal with this is to also just start prioritizing other things in my life. I'm really looking forward to having more of a system with my work as a photographer and just my personal life with my partner and my family. And I feel like for the first time in a while, like I, I can do that, which feels really interesting. And how I got here is definitely something that we're going to talk a little bit about.
0: I and mean, I'm also having flashbacks to, I mean, this is something I've been thinking about too, just with, you know, where I want my life and my career to go or whatever. And I just have flashbacks of Kelly, Kelly. Rose, Becca, everyone we've talked to who does do something full time, whether it's their artists, but this is applicable, I think, to anyone who's wanting to start any business or do something on their own. It's absolutely just a leap of faith. And there's no way you can avoid that leap of faith. You can have as much as you want saved up. Like you can have all of these things. You can have all of your goals. Like, okay, when I have this, I'm going to do it. But when it comes time to move away from the things that you've been doing for years, the things that have offered you stability and comfort. It's just a leap of faith. And there's no way you can
1: avoid that. Like, Oh, what the hell did I just do
0: moment? Literally,
1: literally. And I think that scares people, right? I think that idea of like, everything is going to be perfect is just harmful. I think. Right. Like I've been talking about that with a lot of people lately and that we're going to have bad days. Sorry. Like that's just inevitable. Not every day is going to be amazing. And so when I look at the things that I'm doing in my life, specifically through business and artistry, it has to be the same. There are going to be moments that are really fucking hard, but that is what... This is all about. It's the same thing with our artistry. Like we've like we said, I think since Rose's episode, we've been like taking this advice where, you know, everything is an experiment, and we can't blame ourselves or get down on ourselves when things go wrong because what if we didn't even try in the first place if we thought things were going to go wrong? And I think that's like a really big thing for some artists that or even just people in general from starting these big business goals is this idea of like, well, what if it goes wrong?
0: yeah i at least for me personally i like control i hate being scared and i want everything to be like no risk like not even minimal risk i want to be no risk and so for me at least something i'm working on is i am like in my head i'm like are you scared of this yeah that's your sign to do it like don't i this is it's just anything where it's like push yourself out of your comfort zone it's like oh i could ask for help Like, this is such a silly example, and it comes from my personal life. I am terrified of the New York City subway station. Terrified of it. (laughs) Terrified of it. And I live in Boston. Like, I know how to ride a subway, but for whatever reason, and it's not like a safety thing, it's like, I'm going to get Why are there so many different options? I could go on a rant where it's like, my friends were like, oh, took the two, three, it's the same train or whatever, the AC. I'm like, why are there multiple? It's one train, the same stops. It's, that's a whole different tangent. But I was visiting friends in New York this weekend and I take my train in to like Penn station. And historically I've had my friends come pick me up because I'm like, I'm going to get lost. And this, I distinctly remember being on the train. I was like, oh, should I just text Jill to come pick me up? And I was like, no, like figure this out on your own. Like, and I was, I was like, I'm going to get lost or whatever. And you know what? I did get lost, but I found my way. (laughs) I went the wrong way but I eventually got to their apartment and I'm like hey, look that's such a small like example but I was like I was like in my head are you scared to like do this yeah or does it make you uncomfortable I wasn't terrified I wasn't shaking in my boots but I was uncomfortable yes <laughs> and I was like okay you're uncomfortable y- do it you have to do it and yes. I that is that I'm trying to lean into with more of my everyday like whether it's you know, my nine to five or my artistry or the house of willows. It's like, are you scared to like book this meeting with a realtor? Do it. Like, are you scared to do all these things? Do it. Like just put yourself out there and like the things will fall into place is kind of where I'm taking it from.
1: I think that's really awesome. And I think that's such a great example because, you know, something else that I've been thinking about is, okay, so what what's going to happen if that happens? Like, if you think of the worst possible thing to happen in those scenarios, like, okay, I get lost. So then what happens? Okay, then I don't get there on time. It's like, is that really a big deal? Right? Like the same thing with Our artistries or our business, it's like, okay, like what happens if that fear occurs? It's like, okay, well, I know that I have support for my partner, or I know that I have support for my family or my parents, right? So, you know, I think it's something we've talked about before where it's a difference between being optimistic and being realistic and how both are important. I think that growing up for me at least I've always had this mentality from my parents of like we just want you to do your best and I feel like that is really important in this because sometimes we grow up with this idea of like failing is not an option And, you know, I was talking about it with my partner last night because I also have like my first exam for one of my classes tomorrow night. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to try my best. And if I don't do well, it's okay. And she argued with me and was like, well, no, it's not okay. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, (laughs) I was like, am I about to break up with you? (laughs) I was like, this is not how we're teaching our children. But she was like, no, you're already faulting yourself. You're already preparing to fail. And I was like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. I'm not preparing to fail. I'm saying that I'm gonna give it my all. And realistically, there is a chance that I won't do well. And I'm preparing myself to be like, that's okay if you don't do well, the world's not going to end. So I'm not going in there being like, nah, fuck it. I don't really have to prepare. If I fail, it's fine. It's like, no, I'm gonna give it my fucking all. And if things don't go right or things don't go my way, I will survive. And I think that is such a mentality that we have in so many areas of our lives, personally, professionally, within our artistry, business, relationships, where we so deeply fear failure that I think it almost backfires.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And I think it's also something, at least for me, thinking over the course of like coming up like year and a half, two years or whatever. And just all of the lessons I've learned from these interviews of just connecting with other people here. I know for a fact that I don't view failure the same anymore from a business perspective, like from all of these things, we could go down a whole different rabbit hole about like personal like success or whatever. And, but that's between me and a therapist, but (laughs) Like when it comes to like business and whatnot, I just, I genuinely view failure so differently. And it does come from this mindset of if things don't go your way, you pivot. Like if we were to open a studio tomorrow and we lose $20,000, yeah, that's not great. That's not a successful venture, but I don't necessarily like, that's not it. I, I guess I kind of associate failure with like, okay, you're done. You tried. You you tried. You failed. You're done. Like right. there is no end to this right now. Like, say that happened, we pivot. Like, it's so in that sense, it doesn't really feel like failure because failure to me feels very finite. Like, all right, you you failed. You're done. But that's just yep. not the case with pretty much anything. Like, I can't really find an example of like, all right, you failed. You're done.
1: I think it's up to the artist and the individual you know i'm thinking of someone who i followed early on into us starting the house of willows and she had one business idea and it just did not make it and now she has this very successful business that she created that she loves that is around marketing that is also her background so i think it's a good example to use in that maybe one of her businesses didn't go as planned and maybe failing was not trying for another Mm -hmm. or I think it's also like the mindset of like failing might be giving up something you really want to do right like I think it's it's you know obviously like we stop doing things in our lives that doesn't mean that we failed at them or if we made the decision but I think failure is really where we get so down on ourselves that we decide that we're not worth it to try again Mm -hmm. and I feel Uh, like that's the real difference. I think that's such a mic drop I
0: agree like wholeheartedly I think the biggest thing that I've had to like unlearn and like redefine is my definition of failure and that's you nailed the you hit the nail on the head. Like that's exactly it. It's, it's losing faith in yourself and it's not giving yourself grace to move forward. Like that to me is failure. Anything else is just a lesson.
1: Right. And I feel like that actually brings us into some of the challenges that we face because just for context, I have at some time in my life at many times in my life have held various responsibilities as jobs i've had my full-time job i've had things like the my business as a photographer the house of willows right like if i look at the pie chart there were many 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 slices that were paid opportunities and responsibilities and I think it was, it had to be a couple months from now. I think it was like maybe right before or in the middle of the holidays where I was really talking about branching off into my own practice and starting a business. And my partner like looked me in the eye and was like, you need to let things go before you do that. And I was like, who the fuck are you? I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: (laughs) Me? I don't hold on to anything.
1: What are you talking about? And I remember actually bringing it up with my psychiatrist in one of our sessions where I was like, so weird. My partner said this. (laughs) Do you want to really dig into this? Like, I can't really let it go. (laughs) And she had mentioned like, well why do you have to do those things and are those things worth it? And, you know, I think that's a really important thing that we have to ask ourselves is like, yeah, I can make more money by taking on this responsibility, but is that worth it for the time? And that should be like our fucking headline of the Willow Talk podcast is like how time is so fucking essential to our overall well being as humans, but also specifically in our business, where I was wasting time. Yeah, I was getting money, but I was wasting time. And it wasn't something that was filling my cup, it was something that was getting in the way of other things I wanted to do. And I think that's really hard for us when there's money being earned.
0: Well, it's the fear mindset. I think for at least when I think about, you know, things I take on, things I do, like a lot of these like money grabs or whatever, where you're like pushing out product or you're taking on new clients or you're doing all of these things. A lot of the times I'm realizing I'm like, those are fear-based decisions because I'm fearful of losing that income. But if you circle it back to working on versus in your business, you're losing more money in the long run right by losing so much time to really right. building a strategic business for yourself
1: right and that is really hard sometimes to accept because it's that type of thinking that is proactive in a way, where someone might be like, no, but I know if I do XYZ, i Z, I'm going to get this paycheck. And it's like, absolutely, we hear you. And there are certain times within our career that we need to do those things, right? We've talked about doing the work in order to get paid that we might not want to do. And I think what we're talking about now is making that hard decision of, when do we give that up? And when do we no longer need that? And as you mentioned before, Allie, I think it goes back to like taking that leap of faith.
0: Yeah. uh, It's just, it's really hard to make those decisions sometimes, especially, I don't know if you feel this way. I find it very hard sometimes. Well, I actually think you're in a very different spot because, you know, you've fully swung the pendulum into like a very specific, but like bucket for yourself at this point in time. Cause you have to give all of your energy to opening up your private practice. But for me, I feel like I'm constantly at these different crossroads with, you know, a nine to five, the house of willows and lavender and lilac of there's always one that's going to get more attention and that ebbs and yes. flows. Yes. Yes. I feel like I'm constantly at this crossroads of which, am i going to lean the most into like where is that big leap of faith moment going to be next for me especially after witnessing you do this with your private practice i'm like is it lavender and lilac is it house of willows i I, i'm at this big crossroads where i'm like where does more of my time go you know right and it's hard to make that decision one of which you know house of willows is not just a unified me decision that's a we decision but (laughs) it is. It's kind of like, what is that? I'm inspired. Like, what does that next big step look like for me? Like what, and I don't know where to put my time at this point. Like, I don't know what's the more strategic decision. Do I lean into this path or this path or do I kind of like take a step back from both, give myself time to adjust and like, maybe lean more into a a nine to five or I I feel very much just at a crossroads because I have my hand in so many buckets.
1: Right. And I think that is, part of the conversation and realizing like again like time where does this go and what is going to work for me and i think that's also something that we've talked about here before is this idea of well what would that look like right like there was a point in time when the house of willows was just something we were doing between things. And really, we made this big shift recently of like, okay, we're going to categorize our time for the House of Willows. Yes, we'll have some things that we might do here and there, but we're going to meet on this day, and this is the time we're going to dedicate to talk about these things. And I feel like that's been super helpful. And I know we've talked about how that might be harder for people who... Are soul artists, but I think that's the important thing: is setting those boundaries for yourself. Is like, okay, things can get very chaotic, and you don't always right. Like, yes, there are going to be moments where you're like, okay, I am doing way too much, and maybe you cross things out, and you're okay. Okay, I have these three cookie jars that I really want to focus in. It's like, how can I look at my schedule and decide? when am I going to focus on those things? right? And that is something that I will admit that I still struggle with. And it's because quite literally life happens and shit happens and it's not always going to work like that. And something is going to be urgent that pops up that you have to deal with. And that's going to take away that time that you set aside. But I truly feel like Our schedule and our boundaries around our time is really going to make those things more successful.
0: Yeah. And it's at least for me, it is having a very honest conversation with myself about how badly I want certain goals. Again, it's for me, it's this constant battle of like protect my peace, but understand that you have to put in the work to see results as well so on the days where you know i finish up and again it's harder in the winter because it gets dark and you just want to sit on your couch i do have to have like a very honest conversation with myself of okay are you protecting your peace or is that kind of an excuse you're using right now to not do work like it's not going to be easy these things won't come easy and you can You need to set time to protect yourself to rest yeah. to do all of those things. But I think for me, I can I've started to use that as an excuse to just not do things, which yeah. I think is tough too. Like, and I've had to push totally. myself. Like, you're not tired. Like, I mean, you are tired. Let's let's be very clear. Who isn't tired? <laughs> I am tired, but I'm like, I have another hour in me. Like and and quite frankly, if it it's different for me if it was like, oh, you were gonna use this time to, you know, call your parents or go on a walk, get outside. I'm like, I'm watching Love Island. Yeah. I there are things that I could be doing for an hour extra on my day that are gonna help me reach my goals. And at least for me, that is something I'm trying to push myself while also being very mindful of. Okay, but don't burn yourself out. Just be aware, like give yourself grace, but don't let that grace be an excuse to not do hard work.
1: Right. And that sometimes can be one of the hardest conversations we have with ourselves. And I think that's where even sometimes I will do this, whether it's with Allie, my sisters, my partner, where I'm like, okay, I really need to do this today can you help me ensure that I do it? And that literally might just look like a text and being like, hey, just checking in and seeing that you're doing this thing that you said that you're gonna do, right? And it can just be that extra push. And you know, I think there are going to be moments too that we do truly feel what we do need, right? In that sense of like, there are going to be days where like, yeah, I said I was going to do this, but today ended up being so much harder and so much more exhausting than I thought it was. And I actually just cannot do it. And I think going to bed early is going to be helpful. And I think that's where we start to make these decisions is through reflection. It's not like we always have to do what we said we were going to do, right? I think that's important to recognize. But I think the more purposeful thing is to just ask yourself like truly authentically in a non-aggressive way ask yourself is this what I want to be doing right now or am I just feeling blah or am I just like I don't have the tools that I need right now in order to do what I want to do so again like I think it's those decisions which I find are not as accessible in our culture because it's just a lot of like quote unquote like tough love i don't even really like that phrase but like this idea of like that's stupid you're wasting your time you need to get the fuck out of bed i'm like i'm sorry that actually doesn't sit well with me and i'm actually going to rebel against that and just spend two hours now in bed scrolling it's just so frustrating because
0: i personally hold the belief of like you you have to work hard In life, like you do, there's no way to avoid it. Like our hunter-gatherer ancestors were working hard. Like we have to work. It's just a reality. Like you can't avoid it. However, this grind, 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 go, go, go. You like make your money. Like all that. That is just such a toxic mindset. Where it's like, I don't need to grind, 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 go, go, go. I need to put in the work. Exactly. But exactly, my whole personality. Right.
1: Right. Oh, yes. Yes. And again, that line is very fine. And I think that's why we talk about these things on the pod, because I just don't think that's the message that's as accessible. Instead, we're being told like hustle culture, no days off. It's like, okay, sure, like burn yourself out and never get there and also be miserable and likely depressed, Right? Like we've talked about it with so many other artists where they've realized like if I continue doing this, I'm not going to make it. And I feel like that is something that is so important where we make this decision of I have to prioritize the things that I want to do and know that some things may fall into place, some things may fall out of place, but... You can't look at the end of your goal and figure it all out. The process is figuring it all out. And I feel like that's often what we forget. We try and do everything we, and we will do it. We do have to do everything we can, but at the same time, that's never going to mean everything. So we can't go into something and be like, I have it all figured out and now I'm going to go. It's realizing that actually you haven't even started this thing yet. So you are going to figure more things out. You just have to take that first step.
0: Exactly. Life is hard. Working towards your goals is hard, but it is ultimately worth it. And that's something I'm, you know, just sitting with. This will lead me to the path I want to be on. Like I'm I'm already on the path I want to be on. Like the, I'm there. I'm just going to keep walking. Like, and that's yeah. really just it.
1: Right. And knowing too that, If you just keep going, then you're never going to fail because you're never going to give up. Thanks for listening to the Willow Talk podcast. If you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave us a rating and review. Feel free to share with a friend or a fellow creative and follow us on Instagram at the House of Willows. Learn more about the podcast and events on our website, www.thehouseofwillows.com.